0: It's Speaking with Gravity, and I'm Curvin.
1: I'm Steve Coleman.
0: I'm Courtney
2: Smith. Joshua.
3: And I'm D.
0: And we are a mental health podcast that explains how everything affects everything, uh, especially your mental health. So today, we're going to get right into it. Um, we're on location, so to speak new Um, location yeah yeah we had a little something some happenings that happened at the uh at the office um a couple of weeks ago and so you know we talked about it discussed it and said uh let's let's go on location at different spots or whatnot and this is uh one of the first ones so we're gonna see how it goes and and go from there but uh today uh we're talking about mentorship so uh, i brought in two guests and i'm gonna give them an opportunity to kind of introduce themselves um Typically, I would, I would go with the person that's right next to me, but I got a feeling that he's going to try to haul the mic. So oh, man. I'm going to go ahead with Courtney. Courtney, you introduce yourself, and then we'll come back to Steve.
2: Wow. Man, you hit it right on the head, Kurt. Well, I'm Courtney Smith. Um, I'm one of the co-directors for Models Academy here in Greenwood. Um, also, I work out at Piedmont Techno College, um, teaching the criminal justice division out there also been in law enforcement for 16 years now. Uh reside here in Greenwood. Um hold hold a master's degree and currently working on a doctoral degree. Uh, oh wow. Congratulations get, on that. Get, yeah. get That's big. That and uh, and just just chilling, man. Just being that dad and um uh, kids running around and keeping me busy. All right. Love it. Love it. All right, Steve, you got the floor.
1: I'm good now?
0: Two minutes. Two minutes. (laughs) I'm
1: Steve Coleman. I'm director of Models Academy at Piedmont Technical College. Uh, I'm a, I guess you would call me a lifetime educator. I've been in higher ed uh, for almost 30 years now. And uh, I'm also director of college outreach at Piedmont Technical College. Uh, I got a bunch of degrees that nobody really cares about. (laughs) Um, Congratulations
0: on yours, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, and uh, I just have a passion for our young men and our community and trying to make a difference in the lives of African-American males, um, and that is the genesis uh, and the platform for Models Academy.
0: Okay. Um, so, you know, just kind of so we, don't, we chug along here. We, go, we have what we call Twitter discussions on, on our episodes, and we'll pick up something that's related to the episode, and we'll speak on it. Uh, Josh, you want to kind of re- read this one and then we'll, we'll give our, we'll come back with our insight on it.: Most
4: definitely To a discussion of the day, advice, everybody can benefit from this, but black students and young professionals, especially, please reach out for help, advice, opportunities and mentorship from black professionals you admire. your, your white counterparts are not
0: hesitating to do just this. And and that was a um, that was a tweet from a young lady. Uh, I can't remember her name uh, at this at this time. And when she said white counterparts, I want to make sure we're not here to like separate, divide, you know, Seven. division, you know, right. all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, stuff is happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was her way of explaining it. But as I read that, like I thought about myself in my own career, I can't say that I actually called somebody and reached out to them. Um, mm-hmm. And all of us here kind of got like varying degrees of, of careers and different things that we're doing how, how do y'all feel about that statement just in general? Well, when I
4: think about the white counterparts part um, I think that's important still because you need someone who relates to your experience So it's fine, you know, having someone, a white counterpart that you, not white counterpart, but um, Having someone who relates to your experience, or so reaching out to black professionals, okay. reaching out to um, to those who've been where you where you've been as well, mm-hmm. but that do look like you, I think, is important. Now, it's also you, you know to diversify is also important as well. So, you know, having others of, of different races, you know, that have been through what you've been through, ah, uh, that's good as well. You know, that that'll be helpful. But context is important as well, right? Mm-hmm. And relevant. So, you know. Um, it's, it's certain things, you know, when you talk about the black experience, being black, that someone who's uh, who's you know shares that same culture, those same some of those same values that come along with your culture, you know, they can probably speak to certain things that that um, others
2: may not be able to.
0: Do y'all think people are reaching out?
2: No. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> to make it I don't. It simpler. I don't um, people don't reach out because they're scared to be. "Quote unquote" labeled as soft, mm.
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: uh, to be labeled as weak-minded. I, I got to reach out for help. I can't do it on my own. But the nature of the beast is that everybody needs help. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone needs uh, some type of mentorship. That you believe it or not, but you know, I believe they're not reaching out because of, of that right there. They don't want to seem weak. They don't want to seem simple-minded. Um, vulnerable Yes, and so. Uh, That's why I think.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you on that one, and I'm gonna come back to you, Steve. So get ready. But even with myself, I think about the fact that, again, with this career, I've never reached. I've never reached out to anybody, on my like on my own. If Mm -hmm. I see somebody in passing, I'm talking to them. I may say, "Hey, let me get your number. I'm gonna call you." I don't ever do. and then, in the same token, I realized that that's probably one of the things that's holding me back from even more success, because I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the only way to try to figure that out is, you know, yeah, you can listen to podcasts like this one, uh, or you can try to read books, but you still need, like you say, that experience. There's, you know, somebody that's been there before you can tell you X, Y, Z better to me than you can get it out of a book, if that makes sense. Nice, nice. um, Like when you say people not reaching out, Steve, with you being an educator and being in, high, in higher uh, education, have men or people that look like you that uh call you and say, hey, man, how do you get into this? How do you take these steps? Because you've been able to, quote unquote, advance and do a lot of different things. Have mm-hmm. anybody ever just reached out for you? Absolutely. You? Um,
1: you know, one of the One of the mantras that I've heard over my life that I've found to be unequivocally true is that pride is a double-edged sword. Mm. People cheat themselves because they're too proud sometimes to ask someone for help because asking for help sometimes is perceived as vulnerability. Um, People don't want to be judged. And oftentimes if you're asking someone to mentor you or to help you, you have to open up that book which is yourself, and share your good, share your bad, and sometimes the inequities that people feel or inefficiencies that they have in their daily life and professional life, they don't wanna expose those things because they don't know how people are going to perceive them. Um, probably the, the impetus for me has always been I've never hesitated to ask someone for help, and I've never mm-hmm. been embarrassed about anything that I've done to the point where If it's wrong and it's not leading me in the right direction, then for God's sakes, let me find somebody that uh, can help me do this. Even when I was an undergraduate student, I reached out to a gentleman that was our um, director of, uh, Mr. George Williams was one of my first big time mentors outside of my family, away from home. Uh, My dad was outstanding, my uncles, cousins, people like those people were outstanding. I've been blessed in that way. Um, but I reached out to Dr. Williams um, because I was on a campus of Stetson University where you know, outside of the African-Americans on the basketball team, the one that was on the baseball team, mm-hmm. and the handful that were uh, just students on campus, I was in an all-white campus. Mm-hmm. Mr. Williams was a black male. He was the only black male that I knew on campus at that time, so I went to him and said, listen, I'm an 18-year-old freshman from Newberry, South Carolina, um, helped me navigate this place because I was lost. I'd never been away from home that far, that, that long. And I, he became a mentor for me through undergraduate school, through athletic events, through personal trials that I might have had as a young student and tr- struggling to become a man. Um, then we had another faculty member, Dr. Patrick Coggins, that came aboard um, as one of the instructors. One of the professors uh, and one of the first black professors on campus. And I reached out to him and said, you know, essentially, hey, bro, I wanna be like you. Mm. You know, I I wanna be like you. How, How can I be like you?
0: And when you were saying I wanna be like you, did you know, like, I wanna be in higher education, or you were just saying I wanna be quote unquote successful? or did I, you did you know what you was asking for
1: I I wanted to be the type of man he exuded Okay I wanted to have the type of influence that he exuded on campus and what I was keenly aware of is that our institution he was the only African American uh um faculty member on campus but I was well aware that he walked with a purpose on that campus he came in he didn't he 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 was unabashed he was just straightforward, and and he he came and got it. He just took it, and um, that impressed me. And I wanted to have that kind of experience in my own life, and I learned a lot from him along that line. And I asked him questions like, if I want to be you, what do I do? You got to get your bachelor's, you got to get your master's, you got to seek your PhD, you've got to do these sorts of things. You need to get yourself involved in this community type of organization. You need to position yourself appropriately so that you will, at one point or at some point in your life, have a voice that's listened to. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> you know, it, it, I've, I've always had that. Um, and that's why we're able to do, and it, and, and it instills confidence in you. You know, starting a program like Models Academy takes confidence. Yeah. Because you know there are gonna be people that say, well you're just gonna start an organization just for black males? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Are white males gonna be involved? No, it's for black males. Um,
0: there's a purpose behind it. So and there's it. a
1: purpose behind it, absolutely, sir.
0: Um, so 50% of students reported they didn't, that's the out. 50% of students reported they didn't know how to find one. Um, when we're talking about mentorships. And it's, it's funny that you was talking about it. Like, I think, I think sometimes we think too much into it. Like, who did I go to? What did I say? What did I ask? And you was just like, I, I see this. I'm going to go holler at them. Um, so, again, we talked about mentorship um, to kind of get D in here. She ain't said nothing about 10 minutes. Can you just <laughs> introduce the episode uh, to us and then, you know, we go going to go from there.
3: All right, so too often people feel intimidated by experts and shy away from asking for mentorship. Mentorship is not a burden for mentors, quite the contrary. It is a deep, meaningful experience for the mentor. The value of mentorship goes well beyond the benefit to the mentee. While the voices of mentors are not often heard, their legacies live on in every mentee's life through their legacy tree. Um, and this was an excerpt from the article written by Deborah, doctor, excuse me, Deborah Heaser.
0: From, uh, Psychology Today. So, what is men? And, and anybody can uh, answer this, but what is, uh, mentorship to y'all? What is mentorship, and is there an age limit for it, like, w- when you're seeking it out?
2: There's no age limit, um. I, I don't I don't care how old you get I I have often referenced uh, that it doesn't matter how old a person is you always need mentorship um, I did a I did a post on Facebook um, a while back and it was talking about parenting and I and you look at it and I simply titled it is when do parents stop being a parent mm-hmm. and you never and even with, you know, both of my parents are deceased and of course my dad was my hero. He was my superman. He's still teaching me until this day. How he's still teaching me? Because he teaches me the things that he instilled in me. And I can carry that on through my boys and hopefully they carry it on through their kids. Um, so, you know, for as mentorship, there's no age limit. It it never stops because you you getting that instilled in you and it's embedded in you so it gots to come out um, because you're going to find yourself in a situation where boom, you're going to think, golly, that's what my dad said, that's what my mom said, or that's what uh, my my professor said. So you relaying that back to those you are mentoring, so it's like a, 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 a circle that, yeah. never, that never is broken to me. Steve? Because you, you started a whole you know, program.
1: Yeah, um, we started a whole program. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Um, Listen, uh, every one of us is a microcosm of the people that poured into our lives. Mm. There's not a single one of us that hasn't been mentored. Mentoring starts at birth. Your mother, your father, your auntie, your uncle, those are the people that began molding you from the earliest stages of your life. I look at my grandson now, and I, I see him do things that I do with my hands when I look at him and I say, hey, 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 Jared, ha! Ah. And now he'll come up to me and he'll be like, ah. and And the point in that is, we're all mirroring behavior. And if you're lucky enough to have people in your life that are willing to pour into you in that manner, we have to be willing to accept it. Steve Coleman didn't just become Steve Coleman. Steve Coleman is a mashup of Eugene Coleman Sr., of, of Danny Shells, Michael Shells, Robert Shells, Billy Shells, of David Caldwell, of Collier Caldwell. These are all my big cousins, guys that I looked up to. They were athletes. I wanted to be an athlete, so I hung around them everywhere they went. Um, I have aunts and and that that were really strong people that's another misperception sometimes people have the perception that mentoring is only same sex mentor mm. some of the str- there is not a person on this earth that will ever surpass Francis Coleman a woman as my greatest mentor she taught me more about being a man or uh, as much about being a man as anyone possibly could have other than my father who was the man um, so One of the things about mentoring that we have to get over is sometimes we feel like it's embarrassing to ask for help or it's a weakness to ask for help. When in in essence, having the ability and the confidence to ask for assistance is one of the most powerful strengths you can have.
4: Yeah, whenever I go into a store, I'm always asking for help first. You you don't read. That's not. <laughs> <traditional>. <laughs> so look, that's, that's not traditional mentorship. But I say that to say, hey, if somebody else can tell me where to go quicker, than, you know, without me having to bump my head, yeah. you know, to find out, yeah. then I'm a, You know, my girl used to ask me like, why are you always asking somebody? You like to talk, don't you? No, I like to know. Sure. And then I, like yes, yeah, right? yeah. yes. I like to know, right? Yes, like know, and and how quicker you know to me to get to that point than you know having somebody guide me. You know I mean, I, and I think uh, one thing about people being afraid to speak up and say, "Hey, I need a mentor, hey, I need guidance." Um, a lot of times, the people who they should ask, there may be a disconnect in there. Mm. you know maybe yeah. they may be going on a different path, you know what I mean? So I feel as though if we do want to be good mentors, we have to do things like what you all are doing, inserting ourselves into... People's lives, who we who we see that we need to impact. Yeah. we need to put on a better route. So I think that's that's the important part about uh, you know uh, leading. I would say you know uh, the youth to a better to a better future is you know inserting yourself, not being afraid to insert yourself, and engaging with them because um, there are differences there. That's why they don't want to you know uh, they might not want to come to you and connect. So. You have to kind of insert yourself in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can be intimidating. Yeah. I, again, like I said earlier, uh, I'll, I'll speak to somebody and I'll get their contact number, then I won't follow up. But it can be intimidating when somebody appears to have the success that you uh, aspire to have. And it's like, okay, how do I talk to them? And I like what you said about inserting yourself mm-hmm. more or less. Um, in into their life and I also like um, something that you said about we're all mirroring mirroring I can't say the word like mm-hmm. you said it, behavior right that being said if we're all mirroring behavior behavior how can we be intentional about inserting ourselves like on one hand you can you're created you've you along with others have created a mentor program, but everybody can't create a mentor program. So individually, how can we kind of insert ourselves and and put ourselves out there so people can be able to role model and and mirror us?
3: Let me
1: add a a caveat to to what I just said. Just last week, I had a huge decision to make about Models Academy in terms of uh, one of our branch programs in in another county. And I was sitting in the car saying to myself, I need to just go ahead and make this decision because it's about it's 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 getting on my nerves. You know, how mm. we in, mm-hmm. in that colloquial term, it's just getting on my nerves. And here I am. I'm you know people that know me know that you know Steve will just make a decision and and live with it. If it's right, it's right. If it's if if there, if it needs to be added to, I'm never one that hesitates to be able to do those things because I'm comfortable walking that way. But here I am having to make a decision about my program, and and I was at an impasse. So I picked up the phone, and I called a lady named Rita Sadler, who was one of my teachers and somebody I've known growing up. And this decision had to do with uh, 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 an education-related program that's part of the the models program. And I asked her, I gave her the scenario, and she said, Steve, that's a no-brainer. Go ahead and make that decision. I support that 100%. I don't think you would be off script to do that at all. And I made the decision, not simply because I felt like um, but I, I felt like I needed to vet it with someone, so I called a mentor. Mm. I'm 54 years old, dog. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, you would think that mentoring is through for me, but nah. Oh, no. There's still people I call yes. when I have conversations that I need to have. I get mentored by Courtney. I'll call Courtney and say, court, man, what you think about this? And Court might say, nah, bro. <laughs> We don't want to do that.
0: Courtney, Courtney's your conscience. Courtney's my conscience.
1: <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Christopher B. Thomas, because they know I'm just, they know I'm just a, a go-get it guy, uh-huh. and I need people to sometimes throttle me back. And you know, I'll tell Courtney, how many times have we met? And I said, Courtney, this is what I'm gonna do, man. <laughs> and Courtney said, Hey, bro, bruh, bruh. <laughs> we might want to find a, a different way for you to approach that. I agree with you, but you don't want to do it like that. Um, that's how life is. Right? You know, all of us are uh, go getters. All of us are goal oriented. We're driven. We have things that we're passionate about.
0: When you say all of us, are you talking about all of us here at this table or are you talking about everybody in the world?
1: You know, in its truest form, everybody, every individual wants something. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. Every individual wants something. The. The priority is not for you or I to try to figure out what it is that someone else wants. It's for the person who is the person in need to figure out what it is they want and how they can go get it. Um, okay, if that makes sense,
4: yeah, it does. <laughs> and I want to say uh, also with um with with inserting yourself, you know as a potential mentor someone i think it starts with showing interest with mm-hmm. showing interest in that person you know yeah okay. and, and yeah showing interest and then after you get that interest after they understand that interest then uh showing showing expectation oh, okay. giving them expectations yeah. i think one thing one of the biggest things my dad did for me was place expectations on me mm-hmm. right um that's my first mentor right my my, my father um, and in most people's lives, your parents probably gonna be your first first mentor, right? But um, and, and you know, my daughter said something to me. Said something to somebody else um, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. She said, you know, I don't want to quit. She, she's in, a, in this program. She's doing really good. Um, but you know, she sometimes she be tired. You know, she gets she get a little lazy. You know, kids said, but I don't want to quit because I know what my dad'll think of me. Mm. Wow. Now that.
3: You it know makes you that feel good, it
4: sounds it. kinda like pressure a little bit too. Yeah. But I like it though. Right. Because they're saying she hold, she's holding herself to a standard. Right. That you've you've helped establish. Right. Right, right. So that expectation I think is an important part about
0: mm-hmm. mentorship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right, so and I ain't cut you off, dude. No, no. Okay, no. okay. I was trying to. I just ended right there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get D is she's purposely trying not to say nothing. You can throw it in. Yeah, up. I'm just throwing it. Um, but me and me and Cortney was talking earlier before the podcast started about one of the questions that we, you know, when we get together, we sometimes uh put down. We have what we call show notes. So like we just put stuff down that we po- might possibly talk about. Mm-hmm. And, Courtney brought this up like. Can mentors hurt you? Mm. So let's start, I want to start it off with D, and then of course, Courtney, you could chime in. But can mentors hurt you? Because we've, we've said all positive things to this point about mentors and mentorship. Can they hurt you?
3: So I like that you have um, inserted me in this conversation. <laughs> I'm um, mentoring right now. I was now. enjoying this uh, masculine energy. Um, When it comes to can mentors hurt you, I think in life, anyone can hurt you. Mm -hmm. I think you have to operate from a place of expectations that are real. Mm -hmm. I think when you seek mentors, you can't be seeking a answer, but you have to be willing to seek guidance. And sometimes Mm -hmm. guidance doesn't give you the answer. And so when you go in with false expectations, thinking you're going to get a answer, that's when you get disappointed in mentorship. Mm, Um, That's big. When you, you know, I like the, even going back to the Twitter discussion, I like that it said young professionals, but I think you have to be careful about just excluding or including just professionals because sometimes professionals are not the only people that can mentor you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mentorship can really come from anybody. Anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, It just has to be what type of information or wisdom are you trying to obtain? Um, One of the things that I utilize to operate is that I can learn from anyone, Mm -hmm. no matter what setting, no matter who they are. um, It's depending upon what I take from that interaction and that experience. And so when you're talking about going back to the origin of the question, can mentors hurt you? They can. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not clear on your intentions of that mentorship. Um, I think it was kind of funny because you all said uh, <laughs> that you struck, it seems to be a more masculine thing um, <laughs> with the challenge in, in finding mentorship. Because for me as a woman, I, when I look back over my entire experience, I've always tried to connect to someone who mm. was in a greater position than me. Right. Um, because it, it was intentional practices, because I knew what I wanted to be, and I knew that. I wanted to be successful, even though I didn't really understand what success meant, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so, for me, that's something that I've always strived in, and so I cling to people who I, I, you know, just kind of associated with successfulness, Um, and now that's kind of shifted a little bit, but I think, you know, again, as you are maneuvering through any experience, you have to just be intentional. And I think that's one of the key concepts that you all have iterated is being intentional about who you connect yourself with.
0: You know, we, are, we, we live live and on, on location, but this is when I wish we had like a live audience because you, you brought up a great point. I wonder if it's more masculine mm-hmm. that people are less willing to, or men mm-hmm. are less willing to go out there and seek it out or ask somebody for help. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. I feel like it is because you always have that sense of independence, and if you ask for help, it's almost as if, okay, are you actually being independent? Can you do better? Um, so on. I'm I using the word independence. Maybe it's, it's another word that I need to use, um, but anyway. Perhaps um,
1: weakness is what you want to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is that point of view where if you're trying to accomplish things, and you feel like you have to ask someone for help, to some that is showing weakness. But we, have to, we also have to, uh, going back to another statement that you made, we have to understand that mentorship has many, many, many uh, um, sides to it. We've got to understand, and, and this may—I hope this is the place to say this—but we've got to understand that those people that are out there in the community that have legions of young men following them in a negative manner, those, those are mentors. Are mentors. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are their mentors. Um,
2: so you're going to be a mentor one always, way or the other, right? Right. Absolutely. And this goes back; it can hurt you. Uh, as what D was saying, and not putting words in your mouth, essentially what she was saying: you got to do your due diligence. You got to, yeah. you got to vet these people. So when I when I came to my I expected people to know all about me. I want them to. I want them to know who dealing with their child. Uh that's fair game. Yeah. And that I, I can't get mad at that. I'm I welcome that. And mentor when you do that, then you know what you're getting into. You know what your child would be up against. Our our guys know that. It's no cut, no chase. I'm gonna tell it like it is. There's no excuse. I don't I'm one don't believe in excuses. You either didn't do it or you did it, peer point blank. Also, when you look at it, you're trying to seek a mentor, you got to know what that person is all about. For one, all right, this guy or this lady, whoever, locks their eyes on a potential person they want to mentor, but they really got their eyes on their mama or their or their daddy. Mm -hmm. So they trying to, I hope I can say this, but they're trying to come in the back door for lack of better terms to try to uh, (laughs) get with their mom or get with that dad. And then on the back end, they don't care nothing about their kid. They using that kid for his or her athletic ability or whatever the case may be, just trying to get to the next step and then boom, they gone. So now you don't hurt that that potential. Boyfriend, girlfriend, but more yeah. importantly do don't hurt that kid yeah. because they come they will get attached to you. Now, it's all in the dust.
0: The kid and that kid's future, exactly, yeah. and society, and society. Because if that kid, you know, is hurt and is devastating to the point that they don't, they take a different path down life. Now, yes. I, I, I ain't gonna say they're men to society, but they're detrimental to society. And you at know, some the point. number
2: one thing that is hurt now is trust. Mm-hmm. That kid will never trust nobody again. Yeah, well. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, you you it make it difficult to work to get that kid trust back. Yeah, so that's that's something we all have to think about.
3: And I also think when, and then this is just from my perspective, a lot of what I've seen with um, my brothers and other males that I have been exposed to is that typically when it comes to the black males, we are okay with mentoring our boys on how to be professional athletes, right? We are okay with mentoring them to pursue that alignment. But when it comes to anything else, we really don't offer that type of mentorships. We have little leagues. We have all of these things preparing them for this career path. Um, But we don't really have mentorships of engineers. We don't have mentorships of other individuals. Well, let me correct that. In this area, um, that geared them to exploring life outside of that. Right. And I think that's a detriment to can mentorship hurt you? Yes, because mm-hmm. it shows you is this is all that I have the ability to do. And one of the things that I feel like for my generation of young men that I saw, when we were in elementary school, I know for a fact there were some males who were very intellectual. However, they were connected to males who told them that they had the skill sets to be professional athletes. And so that became their vision. They value the individuals that were connected to them and that became their career path. And so we get to that, and what I think they forgot to tell them is less than 2% of individuals make it to the (laughs) professional field. And so, but if I'm thinking that I'm gifted and talented, Right. And that's all. Then we get to this point and I get to a place where even if I get this full ride does not mean I'm going to the pros. Exactly. I still value this athleticism. And so when I don't make it to the pros, now everything that I've ever worked for feels like nothing. Nothing. And so when Mm -hmm. I look back at some of the males from my hometown, I see them still stuck in that pro athlete that they never became. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you talk about can mentorship hurt you, it definitely can if we limit mm-hmm. ourselves to one particular area. And that's why I think guidance is the key word into mentorship. Right. I don't give you an answer of who you are to become. Mm-hmm. right? I think sports and all of these things can be excellent to anyone, mm-hmm. but in, it, in that I have to be teaching you something other than sports. Right. If I'm not teaching you anything else, other than to catch a football, my mentorship is ineffective. Yeah, I'm not doing anything for you. And so, you got you know, to let, let, let the church say,
2: man.
3: Girl, I'm going come over
1: there and just Girl. grab
3: it. And hug <laughs> you. I, I mean, man. It's, it's, it's the realistic because when it I look, look, look back, I know, uh, and I say this wholeheartedly, I look back at so many and they feel like complete failures. And yes. that is what is connected to. And it's like, no, you didn't fail just that. that that opportunity has passed. But you have so much more potential, but most people don't get connected to it. And this is why, you know, we have people going into, you know, manufacturing all these things, not because that's what they want to be or that's where they want to be. They just feel like they don't have anything else because this is what I seen my uncle do when they didn't make it to the pros, Mm -hmm. right? And so now we have that generational show up. We got people who will show up 20, 50 deep for somebody going to the football game, Mm. won't nobody show up to anybody for the spelling bee. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's the same concept, right? Push him in this atmosphere, right? He just got accepted to this STEAMS program. Mm. Maybe grandma showed up. Mm. Maybe mama showed up. But if those same 20 people that show up at that football game showed up, we'd be sending the same message Mm. to them in terms of this is how we mentor. How do I mentor if I don't have that education, or if I don't have all of this, I show up and just say, you know what, I'm proud of the success that you mm-hmm. are putting for mm-hmm. and I support what what you are doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, just, you know I, I just think that that's important. Yeah. I also think, and this is my last comment, that when we talk about mentorship, you have to be willing to show people your weaknesses, yeah. but know that your weaknesses are the potentials of strengths. Anything, whether you're great at it or not good enough at it, can be a weakness weakness or a strength. Vulnerability is never weak, right? Mm. Vulnerability is acknowledgement that I have opportunity to improve, Mm. right? And so that transparency Transparency allows us to grow. Um, And I think that's important in mentorship. Mm.
2: Girl, you got a collection plate? (laughs) Nah, no collection plate today. I might need to start bringing one.
1: This sister just gave you the whole baseline of discussions. Get to Mike. My- that the, she just gave you the whole baseline of instructions and conversations that myself, Christopher, Thomas and Courtney had prior to the inception of Models Academy. Mm. Those are the conversations we had because she is telling the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Nothing irritates me more than the fact that, you know, we'll have a Models Academy conference. And, and we'll get, we always get a good, a, a good number, we'll have a, a, over 100 kids, they'll come. But if we were to compete with a youth football game, we have parents who would rather their kid go to the football game with them, even if they're not playing, than come to a Models Academy meeting. Models Academy is not easy to be a part of because it's work and we're working on your intellect, we're working on your foundation, we're working on your decision-making. You just... She laid it out. You just (laughs) laid that out perfectly, and and you are 1,000% correct. I was a major college-recruited athlete. I was Mr. Everything in South Carolina out in little Newberry High School. Player of the Year, All-Star, High School All-American. I had it all going on. Yeah. I got one scholarship, and I got to college and realized, whoa, I was a whole lot better than most of the people in Newberry, but these boys right here can play. All right, And the one person that went to the pros on my college team was not Steve Coleman. Um, but by that time, through mentorship, through the people that I spoke about earlier, I would realized, oh, man, I, hey, this counseling thing, this higher ed thing... This wanting to be Mr. Coleman, this wanting to be uh, Steve Coleman, PhD, that kind of thing. Those are the types of things that became the centerpieces of my mind. Um, and those are the things that I started to pursue. I wanted to make a difference. And I realized I could make a difference, but in a few, you know, I got a few more bounces and this ball goes flat. Mm-hmm. My mind has got to stay inflated and we got to continue to move forward with that part of the life.
4: So. And... and uh Touching on what you said, too, D, um, not just focusing on things like athletics, but um, you know other things as well. If you don't know someone who, um, you know, who's in that profession or who is in that route that your child, you know, is showing potential in, find somebody, right? Find them a mentor, right? Bringing it, bringing it, bringing it all back is find them a mentor in that thing. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, don't make that be an excuse. And you yeah. know. One of the things too, and what you just said, I, I was just looking at one of, your points down, one of your points down here, is there's difference between a role model and a mentor. Absolutely. Um, one of the greatest things that I always think about, and he got raped right over the coach, Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. when he said, I'm not your child mentor. I'm not your child role, role model, model, excuse yep. me. Mm-hmm. And they berated him, but they really wasn't understanding what he was saying. A role model, I see you every day as far as I see you on TV, oh man, I wanna do that. So I don't see your flaws, I see you at your best. I see you on TNT every day or every NBA season, whatnot. Okay, that's what, you my role model. But I don't see your flaws. A mentor, a good mentor, you are gonna see his or her flaws. So there is a difference. Uh, There's, you know, ain't nothing wrong with someone saying that's my role model, but I think, to me, Mentor just a little bit above that because you get to see a person flaws. You get to see that, as she was talking about, their that vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. That's important. And, you know, going back to what Dee was saying, you, we box ourselves in. And one thing I always tell Isaiah, my oldest, I don't care less about football. I love football to death, but I care more about your education. I don't care less. You make another talk, you make another pancake. I don't care. My job is to make sure you're educated in this world. Forget athletics.
0: Um, so as we, as we kind of come to a close, is there anything uh, additionally that uh, Steve you want to add or Courtney you want to add um, about Models Academy or any, any, any projects that's going to be coming up in the near future? And this episode to come out uh, in February, uh, the third weekend of February I think it is. So. Um, anything you got going on, popping off.
1: What I want people to, to know about Models Academy is that um, we are a comprehensive uh, mentoring program. We partner with school districts uh, because that's where the kids are. Mm-hmm. And for the reasons that Ms. D. talked about earlier, one of the things we realized is that if we want to be as effective as we possibly can, if we want to maximize our efficacy in the communities and, and, and our ability to reach out to, to young people, we had to develop a way to do that. So rather than just be a community program, we now partner with school districts. The difference between Models Academy and, 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 and other programs is that we have um, established partnerships. Greenwood, Lawrence, Edgeville, Abbeville, McCormick, Newberry, and Saluda counties. Mm. Miles Academy serves 38 schools where we have the um, go-ahead and the permission of superintendents to go into the schools and meet with their students during school. Mm. We accompany that with sessions that we have on over the weekends. Piedmont Tech provides us with a platform that... Uh, being a being a part of the institution, and, and let's just say that as a shout out to Piedmont Technical College, Models Academy is a Piedmont Technical College program. They have a, it has been established within the framework of the institution. Mm. So every Piedmont Tech campus in Greenwood, Lawrence, Edgefield, Abbeville, McCormick, Newberry, and Saluda is a Models Academy campus in that same community. All the technical. Um, uh, necessities, all of the meeting spaces, the classrooms, the labs, all of that is a part of Piedmont Technical College. Um, So the program itself will continue to grow and outside of those meetings that we have at our, through the weekdays at those institutions, we then have conferences and we take them on trips and we'll have other um, exploratory and growth uh generating exercises and and um experiences for those young men. So it's a comprehensive program um that is part of Piedmont Technical College and the communities in all of those um uh counties that Piedmont Technical College serves.
4: That's big to have reached that level where you're directly in partnership with the schools mm-hmm. and sure. that's big.
0: Sure. Courtney right, did you want to say anything?
2: Oh, man, we appreciate the, the opportunity to come on and chop it up with you guys. It's always and, uh, a pleasure to do this. And um, just, you know, what we are is what you see. There's no hidden agendas. Um, and Steve, was he said his passion by his passion. My passion is the same. I just want to see kids do better. I want to see kids propel in life Um I don't I don't wanna see kids locked up nowhere and uh just thrown into the system. I, I I don't like to see that. I like to see them thriving. Um i like to see them when I get old and gray, hey, you doing this, thing. I wanna see their families. Uh, so that's what it's all about. Um uh, making that impact. Um can you reach all of them? No. Um, but you can just reach that one or two, then we're doing something. And so and you're in law enforcement, mm-hmm. I think that's big, man. Yeah. To uh, you know, to
4: to be in law law enforcement and mentoring. Yeah. Cuz I feel like our youth need to see yeah. that positive, yeah. you know, a positive brother like yourself. Yeah. You know, uh, from our community, one yeah. of our own, you yeah. know, reaching back and mentoring. Yeah. I think that's really big.
2: So, me and Dee had several many conversations when she was at her office was right across from mine and uh, um I mean, the conversations still go on, but we had thousands of conversations about this very topic. And, you know, we're just trying to do our part. And um, you you can't talk about it, you just got to be about it. There's my there you philosophy go. of it. You there know, you oftentimes too many people talk about it, but they don't put no effort forward. So um, you, we get getting the boots on the ground and do what needs to be done.
1: Can I add one last thing?
2: No, I not. looked at this. You, you acting like we in church now. Oh, well, you <laughs> know, I,
1: trying I to end the podcast, the, I, and you keep adding. I want to see <laughs> this. Who benefits the most, the mentor or the mentee? Oh. I will tell you. Oh wow, oh, that—that's oh. a difficult question because for everything that I pour into a young man, mm. I receive a reciprocal benefit. Come on, mm-hmm. it has become. Um, personal life mission for me it's a directive so I believe that for as much as I give through this program I get it in return Mm -hmm. so these boys edify me as well
3: so I do have one question before we transition and that is how do individuals who maybe have not Prior to this, uh, been aware of Models Academy. Um, how do individuals or their families become a part of the program? What's that process like for them to join the academy? And then, you know, I heard you say it goes into the school and, and it continues with Piedmont Technical College. Um, when, where does it end? Does it end? Well, we talk, kind of talked about that it. it doesn't end, um, but how far, how long is that? part of them being able to be a part of the program?
1: Um, For me, it ends uh, when I end. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, we start with young men that are fourth graders. And we serve the population 4 through 12. Fourth grade through 12th grade. Um, You can go to www.ptc.edu backslash models. And it's an enrollment form. It's not an application. You complete the enrollment form and you're committed to the principles that are outlined when you go to that site and read it, you can become a model and we'll begin working with you. There is no cost to be a model Period. at all.
0: And the uh, age group?
1: Uh, grades 4 through 12.
0: 4 through 12, okay.
1: Can a mentor uh, join? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're always looking for uh, mentors and, and mentees. Um, right now, we're serving. Over 700 boys in, mm. in, in wow. seven counties. Wow. And, uh, and, and that's fantastic. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a Condoled blessing. To that. yep. And, yep. And, we're, and we want it to double, mm. triple. Definitely. Um, and with the um, relationship, the support of Piedmont Technical College, Self Regional is a tremendous supporter. Mm. Greenwood District 50, Steve Glenn, uh, Beth Taylor in 52, Alvin Presley in Newberry, Uh, to Old Barksdale and the Lawrence County uh, School District, um, Bettis Preparatory Academy in Edgefield, uh, uh, Pastor uh, Bonaparte, Nathaniel Bonaparte in Saluda and the Saluda School District, the Newberry County School District, McCormick School District, Miss Jackie Rapp and uh, the new principal and the superintendent in that county.
0: Right. Y'all got your hands full.
1: That's why we we are able to do what we do. Yeah. Through the help of those people. If I if I missed anybody, I, I apologize for that, but I tried to make sure I got all the county. <laughs> um
2: Abbeville County,
1: Abbeyville. uh Kalen Rogers and Calhoun Falls Charter School. Um yeah. so I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. if we left anyone out, we're sorry. Yeah. Charge it to their heart, not their mind. Um
0: all right. Um thank y'all. Um, for coming out being a part of the podcast hopefully um, if there's another opportunity we'll get to connect and do some things too um, do y'all have any any closing statements well
3: I would be omissive if I don't shout out my mentor so okay. um, shout out to oh Mr. shout Christy, out to
0: everybody's mentors yeah
3: bird licensed independent mm-hmm. social worker um, and human service chair of Piedmont Technical College who has been a pioneer to my mentor and I know she continues to mentor other women and I am because of her and that's yeah. it
4: well, that's what's up. I've been mentored by so many <laughs> like uh, I just look I look up to every, I look to anybody for advice but uh, I would say my former mentors of course my dad uh, shout out my dad attorney uh, Randall Williams um, shout out uh, Uncle Gino <laughs> 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 shout out Uncle Gino you know hey everybody okay, knows yeah. um, and uh, I mean my mom of course Carol Hill um, work related I had a mentor y'all that saw something in me um, I wasn't even in a in a position of uh, you know, management or you know, leadership or anything like that. But I was already doing a lot of those things. But somebody saw something in me, Latanya Goodwin. Um, I was working in Augusta, Georgia. She pulled me over to Thompson, Georgia. I gotta shout her out, because she put me on a propeller for my career, really. Um, she told me from the very start that um, she was vested in my career growth. And that's what a mentor I feel like is all about. That's what a good leader is all about. They want to see you grow. They're looking at that end goal for you. So um I gotta shout her out. Um but so many in my life, but I gotta shout those out real quick. Absolutely. And my pastor, of course, um
2: at the Carter T P. <laughs> Kirby, you better do that. <laughs> you already got <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, um, of course, you know, my parents, uh my my brothers, uh, especially my brother that passed on uh Smitty. Uh, it's always a big mentor, uh, that big brother. Um, that's you'll you'll never forget that. Uh, but as far as work related, you know, you have those mentors. Uh, uh, of course, got this knucklehead right here, and um, one is uh, Josh Lindsay. Josh, is, I, I call him that, that that cool cat man, and um, he's he's been his knowledge, uh, what he has, and he, he's always pouring back in. But I'd be remiss uh especially he, he was my principal in uh elementary school, uh Robert McClinton. Uh, let me let me correct that. Doctor, uh Pastor Robert McClinton. Uh, I made a post about him a while back and Steve commented on it, not that sweet gentleman paling people.
1: <laughs> but
2: but uh, he was a, he gave an impact and he's continued to be an impact and uh, he cared for all the kids that was up under his leadership uh, during my elementary school years. And he just wanted to see the very best. And, and he continues to do that. And every time we see each other out in the community, uh, it's nothing but good vibes. And, and uh, you don't forget those things. And so, uh, shout out to him. Steve. Man. Uh, it's too many, huh?
1: Francis <laughs> Suber, my mom, mm. Eugene Coleman Jr., my dad. Patsy Shells an aunt that was just a calming influence all the time. She was that aunt I could run to when daddy was mad because she was his big sister and I knew I was gonna get off. (laughs) Um, Professionally, Mr. George Williams, Dr. Patrick C. Coggins, both of Stetson University. Um, uh, There's been so many mentors here uh, that they probably never thought they were mentoring me. Chris Thomas is a mentor of mine. Mm. Um Court Courtney's a brother of mine, but I've learned quite a bit from him as well, too. Um and, and, and other leaders in the community. Mr. Mr. Uh Floyd Nicholson, many conversations that we've had, I've learned so much from him. Um uh, let me shout him out because I don't think I've ever told him that. Mm. Um, but he's a tremendous, tremendous man, tremendous leader. Mm. Gerald Witt uh in the community. Um so many others. Uh then there's those, those individuals that are your peer mentors, like a Sabrina Miller at the, at the uh, Boys and Sabrina. Girls Club. Yeah. Um, all of those types of individuals that are doing great things in the communities. Lisa Bartanis at Self Regional uh, are people that they pour into your lives. And the one thing about mentoring is if you open yourself up to be a good mentee, it can change your life. mm mm-hmm.
0: All right. Y- y'all kinda put me on the um on the spot here, but definitely want to shout out um my dad, uh Clarence Searles, elder. Clarence Searles, I have to say elder, my mom would get mad at me. Um <laughs> but um, my mom as well. So um that that and kinda like you I was extremely blessed to have a very uh, supportive family, mm-hmm. um, close knit family. And they were there you know in my life for most of my life. Uh, my dad passed away. Early on when I was about 20, I think I was 23. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, my dad and my mom, want to shout out um, Mr. Leonard Johnson from Anderson College, who gave me a scholarship to sing on the choir, even though I can (laughs) not (laughs) sing. But that that, that put me, you know, even just put me on a path to be able to, you know, I was like, I felt like I was a first generation college student, um, because my oldest cousin who graduated from college, I didn't. He was so much older than me, I didn't really know him or see him. So being there, Mr. Leonard Johnson, giving me that um, that encouragement at, at the times that I was there. Um, also, I want to shout out Dr. I mean, not Dr. Um, he seems like a doctor by the, by the way he command a room, um, but Michael Hall, um, when I was Professionally, uh, he gave me a lot of encouragement, a lot of advice, and I was able to advance at that particular place that I was at uh, with him, um, as well as once I transition into therapy um, I, I can't remember his name it was my I did my internship um, I, I think I used to call him Mr. Al. but I, I was trying to look up his his name just now and I couldn't think of it because I haven't spoken to him since my internship but I, I did like six months there and I learned a lot. Uh, a lot from him, and even to the point where I have a private practice now. He was the first black male that I I knew had his own private practice, yeah. and so uh, and he did drug court uh, in Augusta. So um, I aspired to be that, and he he was the first person that I saw do that. But I also want to shout out um, C. C. Hill, who gave me an opp- opportunity here um, to do um, therapy and. And show, you know, where it can get you and where it can lead you. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Josh already put me on front, so you got to shout out my pastor, uh, <laughs> Elder Cardi <laughs> TP. Because uh, that's, you know, that's that's a big part of my life as well, going uh, yeah. going to church and, and learning from him. And a, and a lot of the, even like the older men there uh, at the church, the Deacons of Brothers there, right. too. Yeah. Oh, and one, one last person, Rico. Rico is my first mentor I'm like, This brother. is my big brother Shout <laughs> you know out to Rico Yeah <laughs> So You know You gotta give love To, to big bro
4: All oh, Let me right. shout out My aunt Georgian too Okay I'm finished <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: No wait a minute I ain't go through The family list I just listed one But I got so many Signing you gonna do that But shout out to my sister to Who yeah. is forever my mentor oh, She's the family queen Um <laughs> It's a lot of people, you, know, yeah. mind you it, 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 I, The list could go on. <laughs> I just on appreciate and on and on. every each yeah. and every person who's ever crossed this path and thought enough to pour into me.
0: Absolutely. Right. So we we're supposed to be done like 15 minutes ago, All and right. then Steve said he had something else to say. Well, and you know that's why you have
1: edit, that's why you have editing.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, uh, call to action here. Um, if if you get a chance, um you're on YouTube, visit less. Talk about it. A platform about questions that make you think about life, health, family, and culture, so on and so forth. And that is hosted by none other than Josh Williams down here. Uh, sure. Subscribe to Speaking with Gravity sure. on Facebook and Instagram. Courtney, are, are you subscribed to us on Facebook? I am. Okay. I am. You, you, Steve? I, 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 you need I'm, to do I'm, it today. I'm finna be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because some be. of your clips are going to be on there. <laughs> okay. So right, cool. you got to right. see them when they come up. Um, if you got event needs, check out One Event Rentals. um Holla at D On Kodak Ready Consulting And Gravity Counsel Group as well Shout out yeah. to Mr. Winston uh, And I'm not gonna Keep going Thank y'all for taking The time to listen You could be doing Anything in the world But you chose to listen To us and we appreciate That so Thank you I'm a therapist But this isn't therapy It's a podcast